You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. I am the infamous David Stolowitz. Welcome to Joke Workshop. Pam Benjamin will not be here today as she is busy observing the Jewish high holidays. No, actually, she's in Greece. Um, we're easily, we, we get mixed up a lot. We're all into Kabbalah, but we spell it differently. Have you ever noticed there's like seven different ways to spell Kabbalah? If you're a Jew, you spell it with a K. If you're a Greek, you spell it with a Q. If you're a Christian, you spell it with a C. If you're Franz Barton about to be killed by Adolf Hitler, you spell it with a Q-U. Nobody was really into Franz Barton anyway. Okay, so um, the way this works, you get four minutes to perform great new material. I'm so looking forward to hearing something new from people. Although I enjoy your stories about getting beat up by bikers immensely after the 400th time, it gets kind of old. So regale us, and then you will get four minutes of uh, commentary and feedback, provided we have enough time. A lot of people signed up today. I think we've got like 16 or 17 people on the list, and uh, I think we are good to go. So let's see. Our first comedian tonight is Mark Neuer. Give him a hand. I feel like if your girlfriend doesn't fart in front of you, she's probably cheating on you. <laughs> it's with me. We're just fucking and farting. Farting and fucking. Watching Friends on Netflix. Farting the theme song. Except when I farted, it sounds like I have a really loose asshole. It's just, you know, you, I put things in it sometimes. You look like you have a storage space somewhere here in San Francisco. You don't have a storage. It looks like you do. You look like a proper gentleman, the nice little hairline. You definitely have a storage space in San Francisco. There's like no fucking way with those glasses almost falling off your face. You don't have a storage space in San Francisco. I don't have a storage space in San Francisco. But do you know what we do have in common, sir? We both have rectums. And you can just put things in it sometimes. It's okay. You just do. I was actually just talking to Warhol, and he was like, you could do your whole, like, storage space asshole joke. I was like, I don't even remember how that goes. And then I just totally remembered. <laughs> I'm a terrible employee. No, I, 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 they, they tell me, Mark, I want you to clean this table until you can eat off of it. I eat ass. I, that's, that, that, that is a very low bar to set from that. Your standard for how clean you want this table is fucking like very not high enough, like at all. The fuck, it's just not. There's going to be some tissue. You just move that to the side. A little dirt don't hurt. A little shit don't quit. That's what they taught me in middle school. I don't know where you went to middle school. I went to a Christian reform school. <laughs> they taught me a little shit, don't quit. I don't know, that's just what, you know what else they taught me? You are what you eat. That's, it's like first grade and all, that's old school, that's like first grade. So I'm such an asshole, it's, it's, I'll get you, I will get you red in the face mad, like just ready to fight, ready to just throw, throw blows. I'll be like, I don't wanna fight you, man. Like, I don't want to fight you. I'm a pussy. You are what you eat. So I'm such a dick. It's just, it's in the diet. 
it's just it's it's in the it's in the system, you know. Yeah, this fucking cord. I'm done praying. They say that we are made in God's image. Have have any of you looked in the fucking mirror? I did. God must be a perverted fuck. He must, does he jerk off the tranny porn in his mother's basement at four in the morning like I do? Is that? We were here and now we're, we are nose diving into the fucking, these little flower circles here. I don't know. Is there a fucking light? I thought there was four minutes. I, I feel like I'm fucking, there it is. God bless. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted superpowers. Like, always. I, I wanted to be, like, a super, like, genius, like a brainiac, like Professor X, or, like, blue with fur, like, beast, you know? Like, something cool. But I realized, I'm 22, I realized if I had superpowers, nothing would get done. I would, my clothes would still be fucking dirty. The, the dishes would still be piled up. Nothing super is happening. Nothing. I might be able to jerk off an extra hundred times. Just, that's it. <laughs> Mark Neuer, everybody. Okay, so do you hand the mic around usually, or do you oh, just do free for all? Okay, I'll. Them are on. Those up. Wait, that one's on. Is this one? This one's on. Anybody? Um, I'll say I. Uh, out of the times that I've seen you, a few times it seems like you're getting more comfortable up there, which is good. Uh, I like the superhero uh, premise, the approach to it. Lean into why, like, what kind of superpowers would be specific to you, and how you would like take out the super and the superpower. I think that's a funny idea. I think that's something to explore. It'd be like, even if I was a superhero, I would like not do it justice or whatever. It's a good, like, playful way to approach like the uh, self-deprecating kind of comedy. I think it's fun. Yeah, you're getting more comfortable on stage, which is cool. Um, that that helps because those that first chunk, you, you had some really good jokes. You I, you actually, I don't even know if you planned it, but the transition from uh, what, the putting stuff in your asshole to I'm a terrible employee is really funny. Like that laugh you can replicate in other sets by just making that hard transition. Uh, one thing you should do though is just be more confident in your punchlines. When, like when you said I eat ass, it sounded like you were mumbling it, like you were like you were nervous. You're just like, like you went for the act out and you were uh, just like, you should be able to eat off this, I eat ass. But if you, like, that's a big shift in the tone. So you've got to, you got to commit hard to that line. Cause that's, that's like, I eat, I eat ass. Like this is fucking, you do not want me to use my standard for that, you know? So just commit to it. That's, it's a good joke. So believe. Uh, overall, you're pretty good, and that's amazing. That's that's a really hard thing to do with like weak material. You make it acceptable, and uh, instead of being ashamed of the material like I would be, you don't let it bother you. And I'm thinking, man, with good material, this guy's like the greatest. I mean, like, I mean, like he's he, he's unstoppable with good material. What number are you? Yeah, so basically what he's... So 
so so this is General Ray Gaducci, and so you're going to get advice from a general that sounds like advice from a general. That's what's <laughs> happening. But I think what he's saying is get up uh, on stage as much as possible. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Out of all the times I've seen you, this was the most together set you had. Your whole beginning from eating ass to terrible employee, it made perfect sense. It was really good. Like, you had me laughing. Thank that you. was the best I've seen you, so that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. I think we're good. Thank you. All right, Mark Neuer. Next up, it's uh, Sergio Navoa. Give him a hand. Hi, everyone. Da, da. I, um, I'm gonna have to use my notes. My name is Sergio. Uh, uh, as a man, I'm comfortably, oh wait, I can comfortably say that women are superior to men. Um, if you do not agree with me, you're a misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not, uh, I'm not a man hater. <laughs> Trust me, I love men. Um, women have the ability to grow a human being in their stomach. We grow a beer belly. You know? Men have this delusion. Uh, I have to read a shit. <laughs> men have a delusional self-confidence that make people like Donald Trump think he can run for president. Typical male. Take a job with no prior history of success. Um, this is the same approach men take when it comes to eating pussy. They think they'll just figure it out. They'll be naturally good at it. Uh, men, raise your hand if you know where the clit is. Any of you guys, you know where it is? <laughs> Look at you. Women, raise your hand if you've been with a man who could not find your clit. Anyone? No? Ha! <laughs> He's, he, you know what? You know he nailed it. <laughs> you see, women have a, na a natural navigation system, but men will just figure it out on their own. Um, <laughs> of course, she's going to help him find the little man on the boat, but she won't get any credit for it. He'll go tell all his buddies, I made her come. Um, we are natural self-promoters. Uh, we've, we've never been taught to ask for directions. Men have a vast vocabulary when it comes to the word vagina. Vag, lady business, hoo-ha, kitty, cooch, cooter, snatch, beaver, lady flower, flower pot, jukebox, Juice box, <laughs> pink panther, hot pocket, penis flytrap, <laughs> vertical smile, flaming lips, my favorite fur burger, uh, bearded clam, sausage wallet, meat curtains, and pink tango. Tackle, tackle, pink taco. <laughs> Leave it to a lesbian to correct that one, I love it. <laughs> or as gay men lovingly refer to it, ew. <laughs> All those words, but still cannot find the little man on the boat. It's tough for independent women in this country. Muslim women have it so easy. They just need eye makeup and they're good to go. If only American women were so free. Men will take their shirt off in public regardless of the hair on their back. Women take off their shirt in public and they run the risk of getting raped. Men have one orgasm and need a nap. Women have multiple orgasms. They'll clean the house, do the laundry, cook, and still do the dishes. Again, all the work with no credit. Men scratch their balls in public. Women wear thongs to avoid visible panty lines. Men constantly lie about their dick size, and women are constantly faking orgasms. Here's where I come in. Here's where I come in handy. I've had sex with both genders. <laughs> so, in other words, I can make everyone come. <laughs> the first time I had sex with a guy, I thought I was bisexual because I still find women physically attractive. 
Turns out bisexuality is just a layover, just a brief layover to gay town. Um, men, if you want to please a woman, you have to treat her the way you treat your penis. Admire and acknowledge her at least once a day. When she's in the shower, offer to lather her up. Always find the right angle when you take her picture so she looks just right. Look at her as, as if she was the greatest creation on the planet. Caress her and give her a head rub at least once a day. If you wake up in the middle of the night and she's stiff, just help her release the tension. That is it for me. My name is Sergio. Thank you. <laughs> Sergio Novoa. Thank you. Let's hear some feedback. Yeah, what do you have to say? I... Oh, shit, Mark. <laughs> he came back. <laughs> Gay dudes calling it you? Phenomenal. Uh, beer belly? <laughs> fucking cool. Um, what, what was right after? You have a whole list there. What was right after the beer belly? Oh, uh, when, uh, men have a delusional self-confidence. To, to self-navigate? To sell, uh, no, um, to make someone like Donald Trump think he can run for president. That's directly after the beer belly. Cool. That one was good, too. Uh, it wasn't what I was thinking, but yes, that's... you. Yeah, I really fucking... That you thing, it was perfect. Okay. You, I just keep just keep working that. Yeah, I have to... Literally, I wrote this today at 2 o'clock, and yeah, I'm like... No, I yeah, that was really good. Because, yeah, you just told me about it outside, yeah. so I was like, this is all fresh. That shit is fucking... For fresh, that shit's killer. Good. Thank, Thank you. you. Anyone else? Anything? The more you say, the better yeah, it is. The for me. Uh, the uh, the comparison between uh, the observation you make about men should treat women the way they treat their penis, I think that's there's so much room in there. I know. There's I'm so <laughs> much. There's so much fun you can have in that. Just like I think you just keep on like every angle. You had some great observations in that. It made it made me look at it a way that I like never really thought about it, and I thought that was really funny and really good insight. So I think keep keep exploring that as much that, as you okay. can. Perfect. Thank you. I would say, um, I mean, everything, every joke was definitely very well written for sure. I think uh, once like memorization kicks in, I mean, it's a great set. And I feel like you can even stretch that even longer because you were saying that uh, like sausage, sausage wall, like I was catching, I was catching like different ones every now and then, but I kind of wish you said it like slower, wait for the punch, like wait for people to laugh and then say it another gotcha. one okay. and then say it another one. Cause I was like trying to catch every single one of them and it was it was really good. It I discovered really good. a few myself. So yeah, thank so, you. Yeah, no That's problem. The, that can definitely see that. On the point of memorization, uh, like I, I feel like for most people, there's a self-correcting mechanism. Like if it's if you've written so much that you can't memorize it all, uh, you probably wrote too much to try all at the same time. Like so, just like it, like if you do half of it but memorize it, you're gonna get a better feel for whether or not it's gonna be quality because you'll be able to actually perform it rather than having to read it off the page because it takes people out immediately so it's and it was funny it's like funny stuff but like do less and memorize it and and then you'll be able to figure out faster if that half is good so it yeah. ends up being more efficient so yeah excellent thank you thank you all right Sergio Novoa and I'd like to take this time to remind you guys how important your donations are to keeping Mutiny Radio afloat. You can see the plastic slash glass tub up there. Feel free to shove something in there. Uh, I'm not getting much shoved into me these days, so you'll make up for it. And uh, please, no shooting heroin in the bathroom. It's just cliche at this point. All right, please do not boo your next performer. Instead, give it up for Charity Pomeroy. Woo! 
I just wooed myself. Woo! Yeah, that's me. That's right. Never mind. I also am bringing up some notes. Let's hear some new shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I needed another woo. Um, so my friend was just visiting last week, and she's a hairdresser, and she was like, Charity, you really should should uh, get a mohawk. I think you'd look really great. And I'm like, yeah, Nicolette, here's the thing. I have tried uh, badass looks, and a mohawk, you have to be badass to pull it off. And I want to be badass. That was like my biggest dream when I was a kid. I wanted to grow up to be like kick-ass, like Grace Jones. And instead I grew up to be sweet like Nora Jones. And for our older gentlemen, I'll say um, <laughs> Shirley Jones. Maybe that's more, more approachable. The general was not impressed by that, you guys. <laughs> Uh, just so you know, uh, but truly, that's that's still a work in progress. I think maybe when I'm 90, I'll figure out the badassery. Until then, I'm just gonna look like your sweet mom, <laughs> even with a mohawk. Uh, yeah, I look like a lady who collects cats. <laughs> truly, I know it's true. I look like a crazy cat lady. I'm not. I don't have any cats, uh, but I am crazy and I do love pussy. So there's. Uh, there's something like that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do love uh, the ladies. I love naked ladies. I wish that we all were naked so I could feast my eyes upon more naked ladies, and it didn't require me paying them. I'm very single right now. Uh, I, I don't see str um, hookers. Um, that's not my thing, but I do love strip clubs. I know I talk about it a lot. Everybody here is like, we know, Charity. You like strip clubs. No, I really do. And I started thinking, you know, I, I don't have any cats, but I like cats. And uh, I like strip clubs. And I thought, you know, the problem with strip clubs is they don't let you touch anything. So I think I want to open up my own strip club and cat cafe. Because at least that way you get to touch some of the pussies, right? Is that? Yeah, the wrong one. So that's, that's not going to work out. But it would be a good name. Charity Pomeroy's Pussy Emporium. No? All right. We'll come up with a better name. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm recently started. I'm. That's. Uh, let's start out that sentence better. I recently started on some uh, new medications. And uh, thank you. <laughs> Nothing fun. <laughs> Antidepressants. I was feeling really uh, suicidal. <laughs> Somebody doing stand-up comedy who feels suicidal. I know, it's unheard of. But I, I told that to my doctor, and so she put me on antidepressants. And still feel suicidal, but now I'm just too tired to do anything about it. So, hey, they work. Woo! Uh, that's all my new jokes, so I'm going to leave it there. So let's give it up for yourselves and your amazing feedback. Charity Pomeroy. All right, let's hear it. You're super good. Those are great <laughs> jokes. That's good. Uh, I like, oh, it has to be constructive. Can I just give her compliments? Okay, I really liked when you talked about naked women. You know what? That was, yes. I loved that. Keep doing your shit. Oh. I think I could. I actually think that would work. Um, when you wrote Sweet Mom, I wrote, huh? When you said Sweet Mom, I wrote Who Eats Pussy? And then a few lines later, you said it. So I think the whole thing with the 
cat, the pussy, the stripper. Like, I had never heard that before. That was really good, and you could be blown up even more. And I know of a cat cafe, so my mind just started wandering everywhere. And your antidepressant, I've heard it longer, though, right? It's much longer. That's really funny, too. Yeah. No, they're really good. I, I really enjoyed it. I was totally into your pussy. Um, so, yeah, I meant the cat. You will have to stay out of my pussy. <laughs> uh, have you... Um Opened with the, I, I really like the joke. I think it's a really good joke. The Like, I'm not a uh, cat lady, but I am crazy and I like pussy. I, have you opened with that before? I've tried it multiple ways and it, yeah. it hasn't worked. Okay. So it's still a new, I'm trying it at open right. mics. I think that line right there uh, opens up a lot to both of those. Like, you can talk about your appearance, but you can also talk about your sexual preference, and then you can kind of go back and forth between just be, just by like kind of kind of like the it just lays it up a little bit or or something like that. I really like that line, and I think if you like get it down to like you know just like uh, you just you know get it down or whatever, it could be a really good opener, a good way to start, a good way to kind of get people laughing uh, right off the bat, and then you can kind of go into both like almost anything. Uh, Everything you talked about kind of relates to that right there. So I think it might be a good way to start. I don't know. Just maybe explore that. Did it feel like a standalone? Um, it, I think it could be, yeah, definitely like a, um, like a one-liner or, yeah, yeah, standalone if, if it's, I guess, if it's structured the right way. But um, I just think it's, it's funny. It's right up. The, it's, it can be quick. It can be something to kind of just like set up the rest of what you want to talk about that all relates back to kind of that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks. I really like your bit on the cat cafe slash strip club, mostly because that's where I want to be. Like, strip clubs, not really my thing, but you throw some cats in there, and somehow I just feel more comfortable being aroused. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> out of curiosity, does anyone actually call cats pussies? I feel like I've never heard that in earnest. I mean, fine, go with it, yeah. One time I actually did volunteer with an old lady who called a skunk a wood pussy. Wow! Which, which was cute, but... <laughs> I am, I'm stealing that. You gave it away? I mean, if you can I'm find that somehow, that. but... I am, okay. You said it, I get it. But yeah, I was so. mostly just saying sweet words in this uh, particular feedback, so... Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Charity. Okay. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to promote some of the great shows here at the station. Sundays from noon to two, we have The Edge of Insanity with Paul Brumbaugh. He's looking for guests if everybody is interested. They do the 420 shard out with uh, Patrick Carlin, who is George Carlin's older brother, still alive in Woodstock, smoking a lot of pot. Kind of fun to talk to once in a while. Fridays, we have Happy Hour Open Mic from 6 to 8 p.m. Third Axis Radio with Sebastian and Buddha is 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. And Saturday nights, 8 to 10 p.m., check out the Friends of Mutiny Variety Showcase with Mike Spiegelman and Velasca Nguyen. If you'd like to produce a show at the station, we have affordable socialist deals for you. Email director at mutinyradio.fm or talk to me after the show. Next up, we have Jonah Pollock. Give him a hand. Uh, you ever be like waiting for the bus with your friend and it takes so long and your date is not working and you guys just start debating what the word of God is? Is that? 
Uh, we were talking about like uh, like why Moses broke the Ten Commandments, like because you know in the story of the Golden Calf, Moses is like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" And he smashes the tablets, and then he has to make them again. And so we were thinking like maybe there was some editing that happened. Like you know the first commandment was originally, "I am the Lord your God," but if you're chill, you can have side pieces. And then. <laughs> And that, it's really, it's a metaphor about how polyamory just doesn't work. It just, trust immediately breaks down. Um, a lot of my friends from my religious upbringing, they're getting married, they're having kids, and so I'm seeing all these Facebook posts about, like, what children are. They're joy, they're the future, and I just want to talk about what I think children are, which is financially the sum total of everything else I could be doing with my life, you know? <laughs> like, uh, it's a mortgage, every, you know, black belt and every type of karate, maybe. <laughs> just, it's like... I think we could teach algebra if we just had babies on one side and then just X and Y and everything else you could do with your life on the other side of the equal sign. Uh, and that is a math joke that might never work. Um, I, uh, I went to liberal arts college, which is a very pretentious way of saying I'm in debt and by curious. Uh, so, so like I've talked, I've talked about my, all right, I'll, I'll hold for the applause line. Uh, <laughs> I've like talked so many times about my limited sexual experience with men that I feel like I've sexually perjured myself. You know, <laughs> like, like we fooled around, but it wasn't necessarily intercourse. And I just feel like one day, like there's like a lawyer's gonna show up and just be like, is it true that you said that you engaged in anal penetration with one third gender root healer named Kai, but in actual fact, he just finger blasted you? And like, <laughs> am I going to jail now? Is that what's happening? Uh, uh, been hearing a lot of podcast stuff about uh, artificial intelligence. You know, it's coming. Everyone, I feel like for like the last 20 years, people are like, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, I haven't seen it. But uh, like everyone's terrified it's going to be too smart. And, you know, considering how much everyone complains about how stupid people are, like maybe it'll be better company. You know, <laughs> like maybe you'll talk to the AI instead of your family. It's... <laughs> It's funny as it's like all the people building the AI here are like the same people who want to ban soda, which is, isn't that ultimately how we're going to defeat the machines is just pouring Coca-Cola on them, you know, like, uh, I mean, I, like you could probably pour kombucha on a robot, but I feel like the robot would just be like, get out of here with that stuff, you little bitch, you know, <laughs> there's nothing badass about kombucha. Um, that ends the new stuff. So here we go into material. No, uh. I, uh, I've had a good year. Um, I've been getting into records. I told, I told my, because I, I, I guess that's how much on the spectrum I am that I prefer music to Tinder. Uh, anyway, so I told my dad I'd been getting into records and he's like, wow, I love that you're appreciating records. I'm gonna send you all my cool vinyl from when I was like an 18 year old stoner in the 60s. Uh, so I was like, hey dad, you know what else I'm really getting into is uh, money. <laughs> Would you like to send me some money? Uh, I don't really want his money. I just wish he'd been clear with me about adulthood so I could prepare myself. Like, I thought he was saying, you can do anything. But it turns out he was trying to say, you will end up doing anything. You know, like, it's random out there. Uh, six months ago, I told my therapist that my five-year plan was to defer my student loans and grow weed in a closet with reprocessed fish poop. And I was hoping for some pushback, but he was immediately on board. He's like, no, nah, dude, you're finally having a breakthrough. This is what contact with truth feels like, um, which is what this set has been. Uh, so we got any, any feedback? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay.
preferring music over people isn't a thing for that Spectrum people do. People are worse. It's, it's a documented fact, said the guy with a Spectrum diagnosis. Anyway, okay. um, your best, uh, the best part of the bit about um, with the things you can do with your money uh, if you're not having a kid was when you uh, said, you know, you could you could get your black belt. Mm. Keep on that. Do do more of those. People like, like, like karate. What? People like karate. <laughs> People like weird childish shit that adult men do, yeah. uh, like uh, going to laser tag every weekend, mm-hmm. uh, buying a new pair of rollerblades to take up the sport anew in your in your later years. Uh, Jet skis, just the, yes, as, as, yes. as frivolous as possible. Yes, every okay. every like man child purchase you can think of, just in a in a laundry list. Ideal okay. gold. Anything? Anything else? It was all perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You're hella good, bro. You're super good at comedy. Okay. I like that joke about uh, college and being bicurious. I remember laughing at that. Okay. <laughs> so, so we've established you have a short-term memory. Oh, <laughs> super, yeah. There we go. I think, uh, I think you could benefit from uh, trying to figure out where in your set you, you pause a little bit more. Like, you, you milk silence. Uh, like, even that, that uh, bicurious joke... Uh, easily like the best joke. It's super funny. Uh, if you take a beat before you go into the second half, um, like I just let the applause wash over me. It, yeah, there was, <laughs> no, they'll because uh, it'll it'll give people time to catch up. Yeah, I feel like it. sometimes I'll I'll have to like catch up to you first mentally, and then I get a laugh. But if you if you take them with you the whole time. Uh, they will laugh harder. Okay, so just, let, just generally let things breathe more. Yeah, exactly. Let it breathe more, and uh, uh, I think I think you all you've got a lot of words to get through. So just figure out what exactly you need um, and trim it up a little bit. But yeah, using the silence will will help you out a lot. Okay. All right. Anything else? You want some stuff about naked women? No, thank you very much. When I- Jonah Pollock. All right. Hey, guys, we have lots of open spaces here at Mutiny Radio if you're interested in airtime. It's $100 a month, and you get four two-hour sessions each week. We have room here in the event studio. We hook you up with an automated podcast. You've got a website to work with. The works. It's a great deal. Have an open mic. Have a showcase. Have a juggling competition. Do your thing, San Francisco. Talk to us or email director at mutinyradio.fm for more information. Next up, we have Rachel D., Okay, uh, so um, I recently turned 40. Hey, <laughs> where did she come from? Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, thanks for the applause. Sometimes I get weird responses when I announce I'm 40. Um, sometimes people are kind of confused. Uh, like last week I was at a bar and I told a guy I was 40 and his reaction was, but you're so pretty. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I drop kicked him and po- choked, bleh, choked him out, you know? I just, uh, I don't know. I'm wondering about what it means to be 40, um, as I am on the cusp, actually, of turning 41. Um, I know that it is no longer being 35. I was listening to some 35-year-old ladies talk about how in their 30s, I guess, their sex drive takes a nosedive. And uh, I was just thinking, like, just wait until you're 40. Uh, Because you're horny all the fucking time. (laughs) All the 
time, like, I feel like I have an 18-year-old boy inside me, you know? <laughs> like, I would like an 18-year-old boy inside me, you know? <laughs> this is kind of where I am. Uh, <laughs> people get confused. I confuse people when, when I announce my age. Um, announcing my age to a group full of young men is tantamount to me announcing, I uh, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. I need a tag after that. But um, so also, I have actually thoroughly confused the LAPD. So I was, yeah, a couple weeks ago, I was in LA and I was making out with a guy in the backseat of his car, like a 40 year old. And uh, that it was getting hot and steamy. The windows were getting all fogged up, and then the windows got lit up with red and blue lights, you know? So I looked at my partner in crime like, what do we do? Because he's not white, so I thought he would know. <laughs> but he just looked straight back at me like, and I was like, I just froze. I was legit, I think I was having like uh, flashbacks to the conception of my child, you know? But then, so we, then we hear, put your hands where we can see them and step out of the vehicle slowly. Right, And I, at this point, was just like a must listen to authority and didn't recognize that I maybe should have taken a moment to uh, adjust the way I appeared, you know? But instead, no, I just put my hands in the air and step out of the backseat of the car, um, only to realize that my dress is half on. Uh, my hair is definitely <laughs> in, a, in a new uh, hairstyle. And uh, I have a new smoky eye, you know, that wasn't there earlier. You guys know how you get a smoky eye that you didn't put there earlier, right? Blowjobs. Uh, so <laughs> I'm standing there, like with my hands in the air, and I notice the police officers are standing behind their car doors open with their guns drawn. Like, really, LAPD? Like a fogged up, steamy back window? Is that terrifying to you? That anyway, I don't know. So I am standing there, and and the um, one of the police officers gets a look I'm very familiar with uh, because my father used to give it to me all the time. Uh, it was this very uh, condescending look of concern, right? Like he w he was worried that his child uh, was going to grow up to make out with dudes in the back seat of cars, and that ended up being very true. But so the police officer is leaning in and looking at me like that, right? He's got this look, and he goes. Miss, how old are you? <laughs> like you guys, I pretty much, I think I may have been arrested or almost arrested for underage prostitution, you know, at the age of 40. Um, so I'm, thank you LAPD, that's the biggest compliment I've ever received. Uh, <laughs> we drive away, because they just let us go. Um, when I yelled at him, I'm 40! And they just thought that was hilarious, so they let us go. Um, Come to find out later that my friend's tags were expired. Uh, but you guys don't, don't uh, you know, I wasn't in the backseat of his car because he was an upright citizen, you know. So, all right, thanks, Rachel D. Rachel D, let's hear some feedback. Um, so every time you tell the thing about the 18-year-old boy, I think about, like, aren't 18-year-old boys supposed to be terrible at sex and, like, emotionally very immature, so... They're at their sexual peak. <laughs> but it, it's but it's like having an AR, it's like having an AR-15 and not knowing what to do with it. You know, like, I can show them. I'm a teacher. Uh, <laughs> okay, so like maybe. Jonah, this is good. Keep okay, talking. so yeah, so I would say yeah, maybe riff something on that to like add like that dimension to the bit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
You have a, a punchline that I think can be very funny, and you kill it every time with a certain gesture. It's your, I have herpes. It's funny to say in a really happy way, I have herpes. Mm -hmm. But you always take the microphone away, and so all of a sudden everything's quieter. Okay. So I think it'd be funnier if you went, I had herpes, and really sold it into the mic instead okay. of... I must say that the D in Rachel D must stand for delightful. Uh, I would say, can you do the condescending look? Like you talked about a condescending look, but I didn't get a clear okay. read on one. Okay, all right. No, I'll think about can you do it right now? Uh, I'll think about it. You'd have to. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's good. I don't know. That that's good. Uh, and then I was a little confused. Why is saying you're 40 to 18-year-old boys? Why does that mean you have herpes? Um, it's it's as though I said I have her like they run away. Oh, you know? because they're grossed out. Yeah, okay. they're grossed out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like being forty. Okay, gross. was that? I was just confused <laughs> by that. So maybe I'm just uh, okay. I can't say maybe I'm a moron. So maybe other people caught that better than I did. But eh, if there are any other confusion. Um, the 18-year-old in the backseat of the car. You said that's. He wasn't 18, but yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Sure, maybe no. he should be. No, no, no. That, that, I'm saying the whole thing about 18-year-old yeah. and then you being in the backseat of the car, yeah. you said, because that's what 40-year-olds do. Yeah. I thought, oh, it wouldn't be funny if it was like, because I feel like I'm 18 all over again, kind of referencing 18 again. Yeah. Um, when you say you drop kicked him. Yeah, yeah, so, I drop kicked him and choked him Like, out. you don't look like an aggressive person? That's why it's funny. Oh, okay. Because it's, <laughs> no, because cause it's, I don't. I like I don't I don't like I see that I'm like it's not believable like you're you've got yeah. a, other charms and I thought right. I wonder if there was something else yeah um, that was the only thing I thought I was like uh, but I loved the whole car thing and the whole thing about since he was not white he would know it's that was really funny okay thank like, you like that was really good thank you thank you <laughs> no okay thanks guys all right Rachel D Hey, another great show we have here on Mondays from 4 to 6 p.m. is not my show. and It's not Pam's either. Her whole concept is she goes out and drinks around San Francisco and listens to other people's music and broadcasts it. Sometimes she's at Bender's. Sometimes she's at the Makeout Room. There's a lot of great metal and punk. It's just fun stuff to have on in the background to annoy your grandmother. Not my show is every Monday from 4 to 6 p.m. Next up, we have Max Eddie. Give him a hand. Okay. Moving around, moving around, moving around. So, uh, Peter Balmer? Ooh, there we go. All right, you got it, sir. Thanks, Max. You could have been a dick about that. Really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? You said the name. All right, tight. Uh, guys, I smoke weed every day. Um, so, yeah, oh, people here smoke weed. Fucking shocker. Okay. Um, so, I, you know, I have those stoner thoughts. You know, everyone's got the stoner thoughts. Like, oh, there's so many stars in the universe. And like, oh, you know, like calling a physically attractive person sexy is the same thing as calling tasty looking food eaty. Think about that. Or like, oh, if I didn't smoke weed every day, maybe I'd be healthier or better at comedy or would be in an, an emotionally intimate relationship. Yeah, we all get those thoughts, right? Uh, I do. I do feel guilty about smoking weed all the time. Uh, so when I'm high, I like to do chores. 
Yep, it's fun for me. I like to kind of do chores. Uh, like I like to kind of check my mail, which is where I go and uh, get the pile of mail on the floor. I'll pick it up and then I'll immediately put it in the trash can. That's uh, fun for me, especially all the mail that has from like your bank that says like important information. Do not throw away. Favorite ones to throw away. Like fuck you guys. You don't know what I'm doing with this. I like kind of doing my laundry. Yeah, it's a fun one for me as well. I'll go, you know, take my clothes, put them in the washing machine, throw it in there, wait, uh, watch a movie, fall asleep, forget it overnight, wake up the next day, uh, take it out, be like, oh, I never put anything in the dryer and put on damp underwear, go to work, uh, put it in the dryer, get it eventually, and then I'm like, and uh, I never fold my clothes. I don't know if you guys fold your clothes. I don't do that because like, I don't believe in Eastern medicine, but I do believe that if you wear a wrinkled shirt around long enough, it will magically de-wrinkle itself. I'll stand by that. I like to kind of uh, put my bed sheets, change my bed sheets. That's a fun one. Uh, although I do the same thing every time. I just Chinese finger trap the shit out of myself where I'll put the first two corners on and be like, all right, fuck yeah, I got the first two corners. That was easy. And then I'll kneel on my bed and I'll try to get the last two corners. I'll be like, damn, this memory foam mattress fucking must have grown or something. Okay, cool. That's a good joke. Sweet. Fuck yeah. Guys, I think the eyebrows are like the penis of the face. Yeah, yeah, I stand by that pretty hard because uh, all men have them, uh, but you only see one raised up when they're thinking about doing something naughty, you know? <laughs> like you never see, you always see somebody, like if a dude comes up to you and goes like, uh, hey dude, you want to, uh, huh? Uh, it's, it's always like something like, you know, do drugs or like this a sex thing or like watch diners, drive-ins and dives, you know? <laughs> You never seen anybody go up to you and be like, hey, dude, you want to uh, go to church this Sunday? <laughs> Favorite pastor's giving this sermon. We can sit in the front row and get holy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Any Jews in the house tonight? Where are my Jews at? Sweet. Very, very Rosh Hashanah, right? That's a thing. Yes, it is. That was fucking today. You're a terrible Jew. Come on. Oh, my God. I got made fun of that because I didn't know that. Now I got to call people out on it. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, generally, that's, you know, kind of a tepid response. I expect that at this point. Uh, I found that in asking that question, uh, that Jewish people have kind of developed this evolutionary instinct where if there is someone on a stage with a microphone asking everyone in the room to identify themselves as Jewish, they don't say anything. Not sure where they would have gotten that, uh, especially if that person looks like me. I know I look like maybe I run a white power subreddit. You guys don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't, though. I'm actually half Jewish myself. Yeah, you don't believe me for shit. Uh, Jewish people never believe me. They're like, you have a small nose, blue eyes, and a biblical name. What the fuck kind of sting operation are you trying to run right now? <laughs> Got to prove it to them. Bust out a Jewish prayer. Be like, Praise John Stewart. <laughs> Like, why didn't you say something in the first place, bro? Let's go date Asian girls and control the media. Yeah, that's what we do. All right, that's my time. Thanks, guys. Peter Balmer. Okay, feedback. Oh. It is Rosh Hashanah, by the way. <laughs> I know. I, I am actually not a real Jew. I'm like 9% Jewish. Whoa. That's a wild percentage. So, okay. Huh? On your side. Yes. <laughs> More Jewish than me, then. Bam. Um... I think it'd be funny maybe if you dragged out holy and like make it even slower yeah. like you're about to like take off her pants but you're talking yeah. about like church church yeah, yeah. okay yeah 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 for sure because I thought that was funny appreciate it thank you
cool. I would like a callback at some point to the wet underwear that's wet from the washing machine because the more oh, I think yeah. about it, the more disgusting that is to me. It's that's true. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. I could just say that at some point, be like, still wet or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun note. Thank you. Yeah. Dripping. I feel like uh, the weed joke transitioned to like, this is how lazy I am. Yeah. But there's not like a tie-in or transition there, and I think you have the opportunity to make it even more relatable. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. I did just go into talking about chores for a while, which is boring. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Peter. Okay. Now we have the illustrious Max Eddy. Give him a hand. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually uh, just found out a fun new little hobby for myself. Uh, I uh, make fun of techies on Bart. It's really great. It's super fun. Uh, uh, pretty much all you have to do to like make them really mad is to pretend you've never heard of the company they work for. <laughs> it's super easy. Like, did any, is anyone here? Are there any techies here, by the way? Uh, any tech workers? Yeah. Wait, where do you, wait, where do you work, Peter? Zynga. Zynga. Nice. <laughs> what is it? Is that, I thought that was like a paper towel company or something. That's, <laughs> see? <laughs> that's fun. I got to say, paper towel isn't the thing for Zynga, but that's my first time trying that. I'm sorry I crowd worked you, bro. That was, I didn't need to do that, but <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Dude, I'm going <laughs> to, Max Eddie eviscerates fellow open micer at open mic crowd work. Uh, hashtag Max Eddie. There we go. <laughs> that's dumb. But, uh, no, actually, I did it on Bart the other day. Uh, there's this dude with a Google backpack on, and I just went up to him and just said, hey, man, that's a cool backpack. Where'd you get it? <laughs> he just goes, uh, I, I got it from work. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, where do you work? <laughs> He's like, I, I work at Google. I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. Uh, do, do they sell backpacks? <laughs> Uh, he's like, no, d- d- Google, it's like, it's like an online, it's like an internet thing. Like, he just started patronizing me because he just didn't, he thought I knew nothing. He's like, it's an online thing. I'm like, oh, so they sell backpacks online. And his brain exploded. It was amazing. Uh, so that's, that was that. That didn't happen. I lied. I lied about all of it. <laughs> what do you want from me? I just thought of it. That's how jokes work. Oh, this happened. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Write something funnier than reality. That's that's my, yeah. I actually, uh, I was working at a tech company. I was working at uh, one of these augmented reality. Well, I was doing some augmented reality works uh, at this at this company. You guys, augmented reality. You guys familiar with that stuff? Um, yeah. What I my job was to uh, uh, look in the mirror and tell myself everything was fine. Ba ba boom. <laughs> I'm augmenting reality. That's stupid. Okay, you're right. Um, okay. Uh, Oh, I have a, I have a joke that's too long that where I say motherfucker in it, and um, I, someone once told me like, oh, you know, you should you should think about like not saying motherfucker like in case you have to do a clean set or something, uh, and I was like, ah, it's kind of important to the joke. Eh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, they're like, well, you could say something similar, like you could say, like mother trucker. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, mother trucker is so much worse than motherfucker. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, if you're a motherfucker, you're just a dad, maybe. Okay, that didn't resonate, but the second part will. Okay. That was the line. Uh, God damn it. That's, a, that's sound. It's different. Thank you. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, motherfucker, that's fine. You just, you fuck moms, that's cool. That's fine. People do that literally every day. If you're a mother and a trucker, you are a neglectful parent, for sure. Like, you chose a job where you're away for two weeks at a time? Fuck you. That's so much worse. I'll write more shit for that, but um, tell me if it's a funny premise. That's all I need. All right, feedback time. You're, you're hella good at comedy. Um... I really liked your joke where you tricked him into letting you roast him. Thank you. I'll write that down. Yeah, I really liked the joke where you roasted the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Uh, You're done, I'm very embarrassed right now. I wanted to leave. Um, no, I do, I do really like that joke, and this is not super helpful feedback, but, like, it feels like it could be condensed a lot. Like, when you actually do the act out of, like, you, like, asking him... Like, I kind of don't believe that he legitimately thought that you didn't know what Google was. That's and, like, you said that at the end, but I, when the, you said that, I was like, I don't think that happened. And, like, other people laughed so I could be a piece of shit, but, like, that's how I reacted. But it's a very funny, like, concept. Yeah, yeah. I've, I have been trying to, like, because it takes a while to be like, he said, and I said, and he said, and I said. So, yeah, no, that's, that is helpful. Yeah. It is not. You can take that. My favorite part of your uh, your your bit about um, the Google guy was was the tag when you're like that didn't happen, and and uh, I feel like if you open with that you can fuck with the audience to like the, the possibilities are endless because like you can just like change details so slightly and be like oh it didn't happen that way it happened like like this whatever you can like make some asshole story that's about someone else like oh that was just me, uh, and just fuck with reality with the audience that's something I like obviously. Uh, yeah, Google joke was hilarious. I think a funny tagline you could play around with is like, okay, cool, I'll look for it on Bing or some yeah, shit. Yeah. No, it piss him off. Maybe if you were to make the exchange like quicker, like less words, but also his part quicker, and if you wanted to do the drawn out part, then it would be a sort of obvious. Okay, it's funny, the Google joke, but I disagree with you. I think reality is way funnier than fiction. That is a lie. And no, that is no, stupid. but it doesn't really, it doesn't really that matter for comedy. What matters for comedy is that it resonates. And so it's going to probably be easier to get a resonation joke that, with something that's true than, than false. That's all. Well, it's not, I'm not, never mind. This is, yeah, okay. Well, Max, you know that I know that you're a bad gas mother trucker. Everybody pause for a moment. Okay, the pause moment is over. Uh, out of curiosity, does everyone actually remember what augmented reality is? I'm just wondering if you might need to kind of remind yeah, them, like I, what Pokemon Go is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Do people remember what augmented reality is? Gets project some shit over real shit? It'll, like, it'll also be more popular over time. Yeah, okay. I'm just playing the long game. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Good shit. Thanks. Max City, everybody. Hey, we got a lot of little souvenirs you can buy real cheap here at Mutiny. We've got buttons here in the back for only a dollar each. We've got t-shirts from the festival and uh, the Uber protest. I think they're about $10. We could probably do a deal if you really want some more. Um, next up performing is Janesh Rollin. Give him a hand. Guys, I'm a... Uh... Is this on? Okay, cool. <laughs> Very happy that uh, weed is now legal in California. 
I'm very upset that edibles are also legal in California. I think we should legalize anything but edibles because edibles are a gateway drug to hell. I had some chocolate blueberries before watching Captain America Civil War. And I was the level of high they show in D.A.R.E. videos to discourage kids from doing drugs. There's a scene where a guy swallows an orb of light and I fucking panicked. All right, I called a lift ride home and I don't know what happened between the lift ride and the next morning. I just know I woke up shirtless in swim trunks next to a burrito and an email from Postmates that said, you are no longer allowed to use this application. I went to a white wedding recently and it made me realize why your people's divorce rate is so high. Holy shit, those weddings are boring. And I figured out the main reasons why. Number one, it's only one day. You haven't committed enough. Indian weddings are five days long, so you spend so much money that you can't back out of it. <laughs> I heard a guy going to, one of my friends was talking to another guy. He's like, hey, man, your wife beats you. You should probably leave her. He's like, yeah, bro, but I spent $40,000 on that wedding. And his response was, well, you better start biting that pillow. No? Cool. Work on that. Second problem, there's not enough people at these weddings. At this last wedding I was at, there were 80 people there. At a Filipino wedding, there are 80 people that they don't even want to be present. <laughs> One of my friend's aunts walked up to the bride and she was like, oh my God, it's your Uncle Philip. He just got out of jail. Be nice. Lastly, and I think this is the biggest reason, you gotta stop doing the electric slide. All right? 2018, you know how many dance moves there are now? If you can't learn to do the wobble, I don't think you can be trusted to start a family. Was this very targeted, Max? The electric slide is an institution. You look like someone who would say that. This one you might feel attacked to. All right. I used to watch a lot of baseball as a kid because it was full of steroids and it was awesome. Now, baseball is super boring because it's the only sport I watch and look at the athletes and go, I could fucking take this guy. <laughs> Football and basketball are full of athletes who look like they were created from a science lab. Baseball, on the other hand, is full of future diabetics. I want the days where Barry Bonds comes out with an 80-pound noggin just slogging home run after another, potentially hitting some tech dude kayaking in the bay. If you pay a lot, you want to be entertained as much as possible. This show was free, and some of you wish we were funnier. Thank you, sir. And Okay. I think we should bring back steroids, if not for the home runs, at least for the juiced up fights. What could be more entertaining than a riled up Puerto Rican scaring the shit out of the crowd at every baseball game? Where the audience is just like, oh my god, do you think he can jump over this wall too? All right. <laughs> okay, feedback time. You're super good at comedy. <laughs> Uh, I I like all your jokes. Your baseball joke was dope. 
Um, there's other shit about baseball that you can put in there too. Like you can fucking sleep while you're playing baseball, right? <laughs> like those guys spit so much. Why do they always have stuff in their mouths? You know, like what else? Sometimes to cheat in baseball, they'll literally like the pitcher will put some fucking Vaseline under the cap. What the fuck is that? Okay. It makes it, it makes it, it makes it do a, it's like a massive curveball. Like you can throw in the ball, just dip right at the batter. You should have more of that. That sounds fun. Yeah. I know. Then you get in fucking sticky balls. Oh, okay. Well, then they can get bigger gloops of Vaseline or some shit. Here's a, yeah. I think I think the more cheating in baseball premise is kind of it's just kind of been done a lot. Like there's a um like Daniel Tosh. I mean, fucking like ten years ago did like the really good that uh, baseball needs steroids bit, and it's kind of it's kind of overdone. What you started doing though is like where you said. Uh, uh, you'd want it for the fights like that could be interesting like maybe maybe baseball just goes the WWE route like that uh, that could be um, like a direction to go and I really like the um, the wedding joke uh, where you said 80 people uh, that uh, they don't even want to be there you could even try saying like 80 people they don't even know like yeah just saying like are you like who do you know here and they're just like eh. <laughs> they just show up um, that could be fun too but yeah it's a fun joke to me you have the best jokes I like them the best the funniest jokes and they were good jokes so to me you you got it going on thanks oh, and the most intelligent jokes thanks wow <laughs> fuck this guy <laughs> Okay, Jeanette Rollin. Um, Comedy Day is coming up on uh, Saturday the 15th. There are some flyers over there on the piano if you're interested. There's going to be over 40 comics. It's in uh, the Robin Williams Field of Golden Gate Park. It's a great event, and Mutiny Radio always needs volunteers to help out with flyering and promotion. Talk to us if you're interested. Next up, we have Marty Cunney. Give him a hand. He's not here. No! Okay, uh, Stephen Massey, you here? Yep. All right, you're in. Yahoo! <laughs> I got a Yahoo. I don't think anyone's ever Yahooed for me coming to the stage before. Thanks, Dan. It's uh, Stefan, by the way, David, uh, for the month Sorry. while you're while Pam is out. You can, you'll have time to screw it up many a t- many more many more mics to come. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh, when I was in middle school, I uh, rollerbladed home every day. And uh, if you want to enhance the experience of listening to my set, just imagine a four-foot-tall, chubby Persian kid with uh, glasses, helmet, knee pads, the works. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll buy that outfit again just to wear to open mics, just pretend like my car broke down and I'm now reverting back to my most favorite mode of transportation, my first love. Uh, (laughs) I recently went on vacation with my family. We went to Hawaii. We had to spend a fair deal of time indoors because of the weather. Uh, But my family's not so bad to be around. Uh, My mom is super soft-spoken most of the time, but she's Mexican. So she has moments where her passion seeps out. Uh, She once brought out a bottle of mezcal at one of her parties because she ran out of tequila. And that's kind of like uh, getting a flamethrower because you can't find a book of matches. Uh, if you're at all familiar with Mezcal. Uh, but my mom really lets loose when she watches sports. Uh, 
uh, once we were watching a Warriors game and uh, someone missed a shot and the whole experience that is my mother was encapsulated in the moment that followed because she went, fuck, fuck, fuck. That's okay though. That's my mom right there. That's my mama. Uh, my dad is Persian. He's not big on pets. Most of them aren't. Um, we had a dog for a decade and a half. And I came to understand that my dad doesn't like animals because they generally don't do what he tells them to do. And even if he knows objectively that uh, they can't really understand him, he still feels disrespected. Uh, that would be that Persian pride coming up. Uh, and I never really got why that was, why he felt disrespected uh, until the other day when a spider made a full, complete web in my car above my driver's seat and while I was sleeping. When something that has no way of comprehending you upsets you, it's frustrating. And my dad unlike me, doesn't have the option of complaining about it on social media. So I see why it's harder for him. Uh, I kept forgetting that it was uh, Rosh Hashanah. It's Rosh Hashanah? Yeah, okay. I, I, I didn't want to say Yom Kippur and <laughs> make, make half the room mad. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, uh, my dad uh, thought we were Jewish for the longest time, mostly because my grandmother was always saying she's Jewish. Uh, then his brother did a 23andMe and it turns out we don't have a strand of chosen DNA in our system. So my dad is now running with a conspiracy theory that 23andMe is anti-Semitic. Because he really wanted to be Jewish, guys. He was, he was for 60 odd years, he's been hoping. And now he's had it confirmed for the opposite tragedy. Um, he called his mom when we got back from vacation. And uh, she was all flustered. Oh, you're okay? Oh, oh everything's fine? Okay, all right. And she said, uh, she said you know, I, I just got worried because it got dark. So I'm pretty sure I still have a Jewish grandma, guys. At least we can still hold on to that. All right, I'm Stefan Massey, thank you. Your jokes are fucking good. Uh, thanks, thanks, Dan. The hype man for, for the for, for Mutiny's joke uh, workshop. Dan Shively, everyone. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I liked your commitment on the fuck you joke. Where, uh, you, where you yelled it? Yeah. I was like, ah, uh, he's owning the room For the, right for the listening audience, I was headbanging with each fuck. <laughs> you probably rocked the room. Yeah, Thank you. Was good. Thank you, General. You want That was the one thing I liked. And then... Um, Just the one. When it turned out that your dad wasn't Jewish, that was cool. I don't know. This sounds anti-Semitic, but I thought it was funny. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. 23andMe is, is fucking racist. So. Yeah, it's probably a scam. Yeah. There's like 2% West African in us, apparently. That was like the big takeaway. Like, my uncle's like, we have 2% West African answer. Like, are okay, they? Who the how, fuck doesn't? How are they even determining what group of people? Because are they basing it on migration I'm, patterns I'm of ancient? Man. I, I don't like, have what the are they even saying? On, on You're the, from this area. What does that mean? We're all from the same area and then yeah. they migrated? I don't understand. We're all part of Pangea once, guys. Yeah. Anyway. I have a comment. Sure, here. Uh, maybe you could take a longer beat after you say um, that your grandma is always saying that you're Jewish, because that's really funny. So, because it's kind of confusing. Like, well, yeah, anyway, yeah. No, totally. I, my beats are definitely something I've needed to work on for some time. So that's always good to get that kind of feedback. Thank you. 
Anyone else? All right, thanks very much. <laughs> Stefan Massey, thank you. Oh, one more? Okay. Um, uh, when you said the fuck a lot, that was really cool. Um, but even cooler was when you went right back to like your regular cadence. The, like you really nailed that. Um, I'm standing really weird. No one can hear this. Um, n never mind. Uh, <laughs> um, the other thing is, I think it's a really interesting premise to talk about people who want to be Jewish. Like that's surprisingly common, and I think there's a lot to. Uh, <laughs> To explore there, I think, because you got really good jokes out of it. I just think there, there could be more. So that's, yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. If you guys look over at the piano, you will see the greats from uh, labor and socialist history. Uh, the show for that is Labor and Love. It's every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. with uh, Bill Morgan, or the B for short. And it's really interesting if you'd like to learn about labor history and uh, democracy movements, socialism around the world, keep up with current events and news, check it out every Saturday. Okay, is Salma Zaki here? No. No. Uh, Sophia Hirsch? Nope. Going once, going twice? Wow, okay. Perry Borders? Woo! You're next. Come on down. Woohoo. You guys pumped? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I've certainly taken down the energy. <laughs> um, I peed in the bathroom, so you guys know what that means. Pee on my hem of these of these pants. <laughs> because these pants are so long, there's no going around it. They're just covered in pee. But it's okay. Um, a lot of people, what was your, what was your thing? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Please. Uh, is you? That's disgusting? I know, people don't know how to aim. Um, Um, you're disrupting the class. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, here, here's my, oh, people know me uh, for my petite and feminine ears, but maybe um, the first thing you might have noticed about me is that I'm tall, um, and I date a lot of short men, and they do this really cute thing where they pick you up even though they can't. <laughs> Which I don't know if you guys have ever had someone pick you up and then wheeze as if dying. Oh man, try it out. See if it gets you as wet as it gets me. It'll get you going, I'm telling you. It's wonderful out there. Oh, um, I wanna be, I wanna be as confident as the person who gets a mall massage. <laughs> what is that like? to just be so confident in yourself. Oh, I'll just stop by and get a massage. <laughs> I would never, are you kidding me? Also, what led them to a mall massage? I'm killing just with my one friend that I brought here. <laughs> um, also, what led them to a mall massage? So like, oh, where can I publicly moan in a warehouse of teens? The mall, perfect. I have some tips. I don't know how the general is gonna feel about these tips, um, but I appreciate how honest you're being. And I'm sorry he assaulted you as soon as you came in. I wasn't sure if you were a comedian or just a general. I'm not a comedian, but 
Oh, okay. Great. So you're here. Really? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Oh, cool. Uh, well, awesome. Maybe we'll talk later. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have some tips. Um, if you're ever having sex and you need to pee, just say you're squirting. Because okay, it's a pleasant surprise. And, hold on, listen to it. <laughs> and a time saver. It's overall just a great thing to do. It's a compliment. You know what? Also, if it's going too long, pee on them. I think. I think that's how you get out of it. You have something to say? Are you realizing you've you've never been my house and I have to pretend like leaving and then I get in my car driving the block and like but if I could pee on them. Yeah, you wouldn't even have to use a toilet. That would be a lot faster, a lot less trouble. I'm gonna remember that and I'm gonna do it eventually. You're welcome. Um yeah, so that's that's great. That's a good thing to to know. You're welcome to use this this tip. Um just do credit me. Um Huh? Yes, I will. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I'm trying to think, what else should I say in this last minute? Um, oh, okay, here's something I need help on. Um, I, this is a genuine question. What are the rules for women unbuttoning their pants in cars? You know? Because like, you know those days where you're like bloated and driving, but you also don't want to seem like a pedophile? Because <laughs> um, like pedophiles are, they're bad. They're bad guys. <laughs> Someone should have, it's fine. All right, I'm bo- done. Goodbye. <laughs> those were all great jokes. Thank you. You're very talented. Can you save that for me? Thanks, man. You're really a general? Sorry, okay. Uh, <laughs> we should just interview the general yeah. up here. Holy shit. You get the two best jokes tonight. Thank you. He said that to him too, though. Yeah. Oh. So, oh. Just so you know. Have I surpassed? No, no, no. So, Have I said all of his jokes was the best set. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Thank you. Mm. Oh, my God. Is your name was t- Rickles? Don? Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. What were you gonna say? I would, Please go ahead. No, I was Why don't say, you talk? Okay. Please okay. just talk. No, just, no go ahead. No. Uh, can I talk now? <laughs> I'll say no. Okay. Uh, no, I really liked your fucking joke about getting a mom massage. That's so good. Thank and you. And it's just like, you know, because the pic- the picture you're painting is that what a piece of shit would have to take right to get a mom massage but they have to have like oh the food the food from the food court just that disgusting shit you know and they're wearing a t-shirt from sharper image yeah i thought that would be fun okay yeah also gross i like that those were the bookends of your set is Hmm. His jokes. It actually wasn't. The general and I ended up having That's a conversation, true. so <laughs> went longer. Um, also, a huge fan of the mole massage. I think when you say the confidence thing, cut right into the whole like moaning in an area of strangers with a warehouse of teens. 
Because I, like, I think cut right into the impression okay. after that mm-hmm. because it sets it up to be really funny with, like, no lull there. Because mm. it's, I think your setup already, like, the premise itself is funny. So the next step, if you just go right into, like, punching next, I think that's really good. Okay. And, like, what he said with, like, the sharper image shirt or something, that shit's hilarious. Okay. Cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Perry Borders, she's got a show here, right? Yes. Yeah, when is your show, Perry? It's on Saturdays now. Okay. Yeah, it's called Cowards. Cow- and why is it called Cowards? Because uh, we're cowards. Oh, honest. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, let's see, is Evan uh, Montalongo here? It's uh, Perry, Perry Borders. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Evan, are you here? No? Okay. Ray? No, I, I'm not prepared. Okay. Moving right along. Trina. Oh. Trina Roderick, yeah. surprise him with a prop so I was leaving the house and uh, I haven't watched the news since the election right so I picked up what I thought was a flyer and I thought it was a an ad for socks and then it says the most comfortable socks in the history of feet I was like oh my god I have a master's in history this is significant this is a seminal moment in the history of socks and this is how we're getting our news now apparently I did not know that People are now, is anyone even talking about this? It's a history of socks is evolving now with these bombas. I don't even, so. Anyway, so I, I'm impressed with how quickly the general learned how to, how to give feedback to millennials. That was cool because, uh, you know, telling somebody that they, uh, how did you phrase it exactly? He, oh, he did a really good job with weak material. That's a comedy. That's a compliment to baby boomers. Like that is a legit compliment. Like, then I agree with that. That is a great compliment. That was great feedback. But millennials, I'm a Gen Xer, so I'm the bridge generation. They cannot handle any criticism whatsoever. You learned that quick. You can only say positive things. Only, only, only positive things. I know, I know, because that's that's a better that's a better way to do it. Quite frankly, I, I just I feel so bad for the 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 millennials are so weak. Oh God, I feel so bad for them. Oh my God, and now pot's legal, so they're weak and they smoke pot. It's gonna be a shit show. We'll see. So uh, so where do we go? So uh, you know the other thing that's big now is allergies, right? Everybody's got an allergy. I, I'm allergic to wheat, not gluten, right? See, I'm allergic to the whole wheat shaft, whatever the fuck it is, all of it. Gluten is just the, the wheat protein in the center. No, I'm allergic to the, all of it. And I also don't eat cat food, all right? I don't eat cat food. This is, this is now, what's your name? Dan. Dan. Uh, I, I get you confused with Max primarily because you guys had the same exact outfit on today. But uh, so, Dan, here's the thing. My cat, I buy people tuna for the cat, Dan. 
I buy the, I, that's what I buy for her, and she eats that, right? Yeah. So in a pinch, in a pinch, I will eat the tuna that I bought for the cat, but I do not eat cat food, okay? Did you just explain your joke to me? This, it's a just... <laughs> It's a distinction with the difference, right? Right? You agree with me. Like, I'm not eating cat food. Yeah, I get it. But I am eating the cat's food, right? You got that? Stop. Well, the cat disagrees with you, Dan. The cat really is not going on board with, with uh, agreeing with that statement. So, oh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, Dan? getting there all right good 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 so uh what do you think about what well this is the feedback section oh, of the joke ready. workshop okay, yeah. yeah and uh and i would have preferred to have gotten all the way through that because i was trying to get to the punchline where the cat doesn't i gave you a one minute it. light it didn't mean you were done well it did because i was done oh Okay, I'm confused now. Sorry. No worries. No worries. That was my tight three. Tight three. Been there. I'm not on board with the four. So what do you think? Oh, you're super good. I liked oh. your comedy. But uh, let's hear like like what if you what if I wasn't a millennial and you could actually give me like some saying some negative things? What what if you could say that? What would you say that? You want me to say negative things yeah, about it? Yeah. Like what would you change about it if you could change something? I mean, so, like, your contempt for millennials, like, I, I just want to see you go way farther with it. Well, because I don't, you know? like, I don't have I contempt, it's pity. Them. What? It's pity. I don't really, con I don't really feel contempt. I right, think they're going to save go. us. They're going to save us eventually. Once they learn how to take criticism and stop, stop smoking sure. pot, yeah. it's all, sure. the world's their oyster. Right. right. But until then. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Any other feedback for Trina? I'm just gonna go to the microphone this time. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought we were done. Oh, okay. I don't have to. If, if you know. Um, I think uh, when um, and as a millennial. Oh, as a uh, never mind. Um. It telling someone they can't take criticism is like the perfect catch twenty two to to get someone in. Cause I can I cause if I agree, then it's not true. But if I don't, then then it you know it's like that. What if you say, "Oh yes, I can," then you can keep insulting them <laughs> until they can't, and then you then you win that one. Right. It's a, it's an interesting um, angle to take. Um. Yeah, I'm 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 curious about like uh the choice to like to like um I I thought I thought it was really funny. I I'm not sure um when you took the um the set and like focused on one person for like to make it really personal and explaining the thing about the cat. I think that's where where, where that was going. I thought it was a really cool interesting thing. Uh or, I needed him to agree with me at the end so that I could do the punchline of, well, my cat disagrees. So, uh, and so he was kind of interfering with that, but I, and I, it's all right. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. You know, I went to an open mic in Portland, Oregon once, and I had a Hello Kitty t-shirt on and a, and a tutu. 
And the guy signing people up was like, uh, you know this is a comedy open mic, right? I was like, how much more ridiculous could I look? Motherfucker. Uh, you have the best stage presence. Like, um, like a doctor has to have the best bedside presence or else he won't be a good doctor. So you're, you have the best uh, stage side presence and the most complacent and the most comfortable and the most appealing. So I'm halfway to laughing already at the outset. So that's, that's really amazing. That's really great. Well, thank you. That takes a lot of stage time to get there, honestly, guys. Thank you so much, though. I came in a little late. Um, I thought perhaps the, the contempt for millennials was great. Um, I also, you, you stated that you, were, you felt pity for them. I wanted examples of your, the way you grew up as a Gen Xer, examples of the shit that you had to go through and the criticism that you had, you, had, you had to undergo. Your parents, your boss, your whatever, or the shit show that you had to go through, and boy, these Gen X, these uh, millennials would never be able to survive that. Just as an example, just pour on the examples. And I think that's what you meant by dig in a little bit deeper. Like, what is it, what is it about these, this criticism that they can't handle? They couldn't handle the shit that I went through and then start labeling that out. Okay. Just an idea. No, no, yeah. thank you. Okay, shitting on millennials here at mutinyradio.fm. Every Monday, we got joke workshops, 6 to 8 p.m. My name is Dave Stolowitz, subbing for Pam Benjamin tonight. Uh, we have a couple more people left. Uh, Boris Shkurko, you lovable schmuck. Are you here? No. Nope. All right, figures. Um, Mike Evans Jr., are you here? No? Wow, they're dropping like flies. Okay. Then Dan Shively, you are closing out. Give him a hand. That's cool. Are you active general, man? Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. How do you have time for this? I am the general. That means you don't have I, to do I any can work. Schedule. I can piece around my schedule because I have enough seniority. And as long as I do more than everything necessary, I can do it when I want and how I want. Fuck yeah, dude. That's cool. How long did it take you to get there? Um, to that rank, I mean. That I could do it how I want and not have to listen to the, anybody else but me. About 30 years and now I'm on... My 50th year after the Yeah? And is this your first time trying comedy? Professionally on a stage with a mic, yes, ever. You gotta get up. You have to do it. Never, never there's no, there's no other, if you wanna come, you gotta get up. No, he was sending me jokes, and I was like, dude, come with me to the joke workshop, and we can work out some of your jokes. It takes, he's got some good jokes. I thought I was gonna watch, I didn't know. Well, he'll, okay, next time, next time. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. It's I appreciate that. I mean, the first time I went to him open mic, I don't think I got up on stage. I was just like needed to kind of figure out the lay of the land. So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Next time, next time, I'll I'll read it. You can read it off the off my phone. Yeah, yeah. It takes forever just to get the like I'm on stage thing off you. So material, no material, like just get up. You know. Anyway, okay. Also, tell a fucking joke. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not the smartest guy, you know, I'm not, I'm not a kind of a tubbo. I, uh, I don't smell great very often. I'm not very smart. Uh, but I do have a couple of really good things about me. Uh, one of which is I can sleep anytime, any fucking where I want and you cannot wake me up. (laughs) 
The other thing is I can come twice and my boner doesn't go away. So, just imagine this. You come home, you join me in bed. You know, it's been a long day. You want to relieve some stress, break yourself off a piece. But you don't really want to talk to me. You just get that shit done. Just fucking do it. I don't need to be awake. All right, never mind. <laughs> I'm a sleepwalker, too. Wake up outside. It's not fun. You don't have your pants on, so you don't have your keys, which there's a few problems that emanate from that. A lot of like regular people get upset by shit I say. You know, They get their feelings hurt. But the words are a thought in my head, and then they're a sound in the air, and then they're translated back into a thought in your head. So really what you don't like is just your translation of some fucking sounds I made. In which case, you can get some celery, and then put some peanut butter on it, and then put some raisins on the peanut butter. It's called ants on a log. And then you fuck yourself with it, because that's not what I meant. Oh, shit, that's, that was one joke. Oh, yeah, there's a tag, but I'm not going to do it now, because you guys interrupted me with your laughter. Uh, I want to buy a white unmarked van with no windows so people stop inviting me to their fucking children's birthday parties. <laughs> and then I want to fill it with video games, candy, and puppies, and then just enjoy all that shit for myself. <laughs> because candy and puppies are fine without penetrating a toddler. Thank you, that's my job. I, I like the part where you talk about the things you like about being a pedophile. Not that you are. I'm sorry, I worded that wrongly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you could expand upon that. Like, talk about, like, pedophiles get to do a lot of rad shit. Like, they have a their own little bro room. They can all hang out. Like, John Wayne Gacy, I don't know if you know about him. He killed a bunch of young boys. Okay, cool. Um <laughs> So, yeah, maybe talk about him. I don't know. Am I, can I ask you guys a question? Am I just like a super creepy dude? No, not at all. You're not getting that? But now that you mentioned it. All right. Anyway, thanks. No, you're not. Dan Shively. Okay, so we are scattered all over social media here at Mutiny Radio, mostly because we're stoned most of the time, and that's what happens. Uh, every show here basically has their own Facebook page. We have links to all of them on mutinyradio.fm. Uh, there's also like five different Twitter accounts. I don't know if they're all current, but at least two of them are. And uh, while our YouTube account is not really in use, we do have a GoPro here if you guys want to use it for recording. And you can also watch full-length movies on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman every Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. Thank you, everybody, for attending. Hope to see you next week. Have a great night. Lashana Tova. Bye, Next time. Yeah, with you. the general. You're going up with the general.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up a excellent mix of jazz latin gospel hip-hop and traditional folk ballads great stuff check it out labor and love is every saturday 10 a.m to 12 p.m serve somebody out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks, you know, <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. 
but we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flat, black, plastic, vinyl, records, round, played, mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scott Walk. Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Hey, comedy fans, don't miss Comedy Day Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park, noon till 5. It's free! You'll see 44 or more comedians. 44 comedians, 5 hours. That's over 8.5 comedians an hour. That's silly. Ever see a half a comedian? Yes, a half wit. Not funny, but Comedy Day will be a guaranteed laugh a minute. Let's see, a laugh a minute times 5 hours. That's 300 jokes. That's a lot of jokes, folks. <laughs> 
So why are these people laughing? I don't know. Maybe because they know Comedy Day will be better than the shoelaces of Madagascar exhibit. Better than the paperweight wares of the world convention. Better even than the alien sheep herding contest. And speaking of herding, heard any good ones lately? Okay, not funny again, but Comedy Day will be. Don't miss punchlines like these. A frog in a blender. In your hat. To keep his pants up. Comedy Day is worth the price of a mission because it's free. Nothing to buy. No operators waiting for your call. Void. We're prohibited by law. Comedy Day. Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park. It's free. Visit ComedyDay.org for complete details. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
like